What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I am your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I am a diagnosed narcissist and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Gotcha. Today's episode is going to be about the physical symptoms of leaving a per- leaving a narcissistic toxic relationship leaving the trauma bond the symptoms the signs and symptoms the pain of leaving a narcissistic relationship y'all so one of the main thing the, one of the toughest parts about you know does do people want to remain in toxic relationships you know people so do people yeah, sometimes people it seems like people want to remain there people keep going why do they keep going back i've, I've read and heard so many different times that it takes you know an abused person seven times, an average of seven times to leave a toxic relationship, to leave it. And that's over, it that can be over an extended period of time, y'all. And seven is the average. Seven is the average, y'all. So when you, you, y'all know how you get averages, averages. That's simple math. You know what I mean? So you can, it can take one person one time, one and done, I'm done. Or it can take somebody else 13 times to leave. Add those two together, divide by two, seven. There's your average of seven right there. I know that's not a very big sample size. I know, y'all. I have a degree in industrial engineering. I know two is not a big enough sample size. So I understand that. But, like, that's the easiest way to explain averages to the less than educated person out here. <laughs> the person who's not less than educated, somebody who might not be good at math. Um, but you see this situation right there, y'all. You see how they just went. It, and people are like, why, why in the hell would somebody go back to somebody that's treating them terribly 13 times? Because of the trauma bond, that's one pre- that's one reason why, right there, y'all. The good old trauma bond. I know y'all. I know that sucks. I know that hurts. The trauma bond is a terrible, terrible thing. And but people's like, what is the trauma bond? What is that? Like, what is that? The trauma bond is it's literally in the words. It's where you traumatically bonded to a person that's abusing you, a person that you've been through abusive situations with, a person that you've you're, you're pretty much a person that you're addicted to. It's like breaking an addiction, and that's what it's like. It's like breaking a drug addiction. It literally is, y'all. So it's very, very similar because when you break a drug addiction, you had those mental symptoms. You know, you're addicted to it. You need that in your life. This is your, you know, that drug or whatever, or that human being, that person that you're dealing with, that narcissistic person that you're dealing with. You know, you're addicted to that person. You crave this person. You need this person. This is where you get your high from. You know, you get a high from having this person in your life. You get a high from being around this person and dealing with this person. You get a just a natural high from them. Like this person has become become your only source of validation. Just like a drug, you know, how do I make myself feel good? I get around this person. How do I make myself feel, you know, how do I get out of a funk? I get around this person. But when you're dealing with a narcissist, a lot of times the reason that you're in a funk is because of that person. So the person that is the person that is hurting you, it's also for the person that is saving you. The arsonist is also the firefighter. You know, the person that puts that, that gives you that deep gash on your own from a sword is the person that stitches you up. Savior, Satan, addictions, the highs. The person that you know, the person that's hurting you the most is also the person that saves you from themselves. They're saving you from themselves, y'all. That's that's the thing about that stuff right there. That's, that's it right there. They're saving you from themselves and trying to make it seem like they're playing the hero when they're actually the villain. You know what I mean? It just is. It really one hundred percent is. Like I said, when, so when you're leaving that person right there, you be, like the highs and lows, the ups and downs become addictive. They just are. They're, it's an addictive. It, narcissists are like an addictive substance. Like we just are. Up, 
down, high, low, left, right, back, forth. It's, it's, it's an interesting dynamic. It's never going to be even kill and born. It's always going to be some BS going on, especially in the beginning. That's why you get you addicted. How do I keep, how do I keep, uh, ended up with narcissists? How do I keep attracting narcissists? You attract a lot of people, but you pick narcissists because narcissists end up being fun. I'm not saying that non-narcissistic neurotypical people are not fun, but there's something about narcissists. There's something, there's an essence to us. There's a, sometimes there's a danger to us. Some people like dangerous people. You're just like, Ooh, that's a danger to you. I like that danger, you know? So when you decide to, you know, when you've spent so many times on this on this roller coaster, ups and downs, highs and lows, when it's finally time to get off the roller coaster, you know, you've been on there so long, up and down, high, low, you know, that this has become your only source of validation. So you go back to it. You don't want to leave it. It hurts to leave it. It hurts to give up. It hurts to kick that to kick that addiction. You need a withdrawal pod. And like I said, you need to to get over the trauma bond. You need a withdrawal pod, pod pretty much to get over this person. Like you know, when I and your withdrawal pod in real life can be a group of human beings that have experienced similar things as you, other people that have broken a trauma bond. Like get around other people that have gone through the same thing to understand what you're going through. Because if you if you are around a lot of people who haven't been through the trauma bond, and you're trying to explain to them why you're um why you're you know you're fainting, you're scratching like an addict, why you're hurting, why you why you're crying and stuff like this. Why you get the phys- the physical pain? Because there's physical pain with, with, get, with kicking a drug addiction. Like it hurts. Your stomach hurts. Your head hurts. You have night sweats. You, you don't eat. You don't drink. You lose a lot of weight. You mean, or you overeat because you know food is sometimes a coping mechanism. So you you overeat. There's so much stuff going on. It the pain hurts. Like you can't imagine it being with somebody else. You roll over. You know you can't get out of bed. It hurts. You can't think about anything other than that person. It hurts. So you need to get around people that can be uplifting and not just be feel sorry. They don't just feel sorry for you. They know what you've been through. They can resonate with, they can resonate. The stuff that you've been through can resonate with them and y'all can help each other. Sometimes, sometimes you need people to lean on. You need to be able to lean on other people because you can't, the person you used to lean on, that narcissistic person, when you lean on them, they will, you know, it's like a trust fall. Hey, here, you know, trust fall, just lean back, close your eyes and lean back and I'll catch you. But when you lean back, they'll let you hit the ground. Bump your head. You like you lean back, fall backwards. Close your eyes. Trust fall. You you trust that narcissist to catch you. They'll move out the way. Let you hit your head on the ground. Your head busts open. Right. Your head is bleeding. You. Like, I'm gonna get my head is bleeding. Who gonna help me? Guess who's the para- Guess who's the paramedic? The same person that, that should have caught you. Let you hit the ground and busted your head open. They stitched you up. They put the bandaid on you. Are you okay? You okay? And you thanking them for saving you. Who hurt you? Who hurt you, y'all? Who the person that put you in that situation right there? Who did that? Who did it? Like, literally, seriously, honestly, who hurt you right there in that situation? But, yeah, seriously, who hurt you? Once you get to the bottom line and figure out who's the, who's the actual the perpetrator behind it, it can help you heal. You're like, well, how did I bust my head in the first place? Like, I know this person saved me, but who, who like, how did I get here? I know I know you saved me, but how did I, how did my, how did I fall in the first place? How did I get, get in this predicament? You need to realize who's the person that is actually putting you in the pain. Yeah, they are saving you. Yeah, the paramedics showed up just in time to save you from your, from this situation. But who is the person that put you here? I think a lot of people we we escape we esca- it escapes us who hurt us. We we think about the healer. We don't forget we forget about the pain. Who who hurt us? <clears throat> so you have to get around people that you know that know what you're going through and people that won't judge you because if you go back, some people will cut you off. 
you know what I mean? People that understand what you're going through, yeah, would they get frustrated that you're going back into an abusive situation because you can't handle the physical pain that comes with leaving or the mental pain that comes with leaving or just being by yourself away from this person? You can't handle it right now. Would they get frustrated? Yeah, hell yeah, they get frustrated. People get frustrated all the time when, when, when people are dealing with the trauma bond, especially people who don't understand it. That's why you got to get around people who understand what you're going through and they people, people that can help you because that pain exists. And people are like, so how do we break the trauma bond? You have to cross the threshold. You just have to cross it. When I say threshold, I mean you have to cross. You, you, there has to be a moment in time where you realize that this is it right here. There has to be just a defining moment that you just like, dang, dang, enough. This is this is enough. I've had it. I'm done. I mean, mostly disconnected. I'm done. It has to get to the point where you choose you. Because, yeah, you might go back a time or two, but you don't want to go back seven times. You don't want to be the average. You don't want to be the average once, one and done, two and done, three and done. You want to be at the point where you are done because you're going to get used, abused, and then you're going to get discarded, and then you're going to blame them. You're going to blame them. You're like, well, blah, 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 boo, 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 boo. They're not going to want to hear it. Who's going to hear it? You're going to blame them? Like, well, they're narcissists. And then, okay, narcissists are going to be narcissists. Are going to narcissist. They're going to be narcissists. You can't change them. The only thing you can work on and changing is yourself. So you have to work on it. You have to do a lot of inner work. You have to. You have to cross that threshold. What happened? Like, you've hit goals before, right? You've hit goals before in your life, correct? Like, when you set a goal and you hit a goal, what has what has pushed you through changing your life when you make great life changing decisions what has pushed you through to that point i listened to tony robbins talk about this talk about this yesterday you know his, uh, his seminar he does he's doing and i was just like wow that is amazing he just said that like that that is an incredible point tony robbins just made right there that man just said like you people you, you know you have to cross he said he said he literally said the threshold but you've done it before you have, this is not your first rudder. You've crossed the threshold before. You've changed. You've made life changing decisions for the better. A lot of times in your life, what got you to that point? What got you to the point where you? What, what pushed you to the point where you crossed the threshold? Whatever it is, you know what I mean. Maybe you, maybe you were tired of your job, so you quit your job and started your own business. What made? You, what, what got you to that point? What got you to the point where you had to cut off all other options? You had to cut off the bad, the bad thing that was hurting you. What got you there? Do it again. You can do it again. If you've done it before, if you if you accomplish anything in your life, there was a moment in time where you had to make a decision for the better to do that. What was it? What pushed you to that point? Because you have to apply it here. You have to. And that'll help you cross this threshold I'm talking about sooner, sooner rather than later. You don't want to go back 13 times. You don't want to increase the average. You don't want to do that. That's where mental mental strength and mental dexterity come into play. You need to power yourself up and empower yourself because uh, or can other people help you? Possibly. But you have to be willing to help yourself. You have to help you. You have you just have to. You have to help you. This is your life. Do it. Is it the kids? I, I saw a TikTok, a TikTok video pop up yesterday. It was like um, a woman. She kept going back, kept going back, you know, abusive situations, sitting in an abusive situation. And the only reason that she got out is because her son went to the high school guidance counselor and said, I think my dad is going to unalive my mom. So if anything happens to her, it was him. Because this person, this this teenager knew what's going on in the house, been around this for so long, but mom kept going back. Dad kept abusing. This teenager was forced to make an adult decision to tell the principal, to tell the guidance counselor that his mom, he thinks his mom is going, going to lose her life. That's what it took right there for her not not, not getting hit in front of the kids, not getting screamed at in front of the kids, not none of that. The fact that her kid thought she was gonna die, 
and had been put through this, put through this, and had to watch that for X amount of years. So he's a teenager. He didn't want to go back home. He's like, I don't want to go back home. And sometimes you get in a situation like that with a, with a parent, the, the, the parent that's getting abused. I've seen it before. Will choose the kid and will choose the husband or the the abuser over their children. And that's a terrible thing to do. Because if you will ever choose your abuser over your kids, you are that that, that woof. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say it. Work on yourself. So that I, that's what I'll say. Work on you. Because if you're gonna choose somebody that's about that, that will take your life over pe- people you gave life to, go to therapy and do some work. And the narcissist, the person, toxic person, the abuser, just need to just disappear from the planet. <laughs> I'll say that. Your kids deserve to grow better than you do. If you if it takes you putting your kids in a better situation and they helps you cross the threshold, use them. Use something. Find just get leverage on yourself. Make get leverage on yourself. If I don't, if I don't leave my abusive relationship by January, uh, by March first, I gotta cut all my hair out. I gotta go bald headed. I gotta walk around like a bald headed scallywag. Put some get some leverage on yourself. Get some le- you have to get leverage. When I say leverage means something that ma- something that helps you change, something that pr- promotes you to change, something that pushes you, that's powerful enough to push you across that threshold. Whatever it is, find it, latch on to it, do it. You got it. You deserve more. You deserve better. Your kids deserve better. Find a way to break this trauma bond and get through it. I know the, I know it's going to hurt. I know the pain, but the pain ends. There's pain in staying and there's pain in leaving. One pain goes away, the other pain is continuous. The pain of leaving, when you stay, that pain is continuous. Sometimes people are just like, I'd rather just stay because it hurts less. At least I know where the pain is coming from. It's going to be, the pain is going to last for the rest of my life or until this person discards me. But at least I know where the pain is coming from. And the other person is just like, okay, I'm going to leave. It's going to hurt for a little while, but that pain subsides because I have a chance at freedom and an actual chance at happiness. An actual chance to be by, be by myself, relearn myself, and relove myself. The decision is yours, y'all. I can't make the decision for you. Your kids can't make the decision for you because what happens in a lot of these situations where they, that young boy that went to the school and told his guidance counselor about his mom and dad in the, in that, in the whole abusive relationship situation, that kid grows up, goes to college across the country, and never comes back home. Cuts off both parents. Doesn't, doesn't just cut off the abusive father or abusive mother. They cut off both parents. And you, you be the person that's getting abused, and the kids will cut you off because you stayed in it. I'm telling you, I've seen too many stories. I've heard too many stories where kids cut off the, the non-abusive parent because they just don't want to see them lose their life or they don't want to see them unable their behavior anymore. It sucks, but you can play it. Watch. you be like, well, my kids going to grow up and they're going to cut their toxic, toxic parent off. No, they're going to cut both of them off. So imagine being a victim of abuse and getting, then losing your kids because they don't want to talk to you anymore because you're a victim. That... They helped you cross the threshold. <laughs> Think about that. Think about losing your kids, but gaining, but gaining your abuse for the rest of your life. Stay strong, y'all. I'm rooting for you. I really, really am. I know I'm harsh sometimes, but you know that's the narcissistic mindset. I gotta be harsh sometimes. Thank y'all for tuning in, y'all. Like and subscribe for more mental illness is out. Peace. And you know my podcast is young. Y'all get a few extra seconds. Yeah, I'm super thankful for y'all. The podcast is growing. I'm a seven hundred thousand listens so far, which is in, to me that's insane. You know what I mean? That's insane. It's insane to the point where it's just like, wow, so many people will listen to a podcast by a narcissist about toxic relationships and things like that. This shows you how how far the reach is getting and how much um, how many people are waking up. I'm super thankful for y'all. Thank you all for supporting the channel. Um, you know, hit that five stars on Apple Music if you're on there because I really, truly appreciate it. I'm super thankful for y'all. If you haven't already, follow the YouTube channel. Super thankful. Mental illness is out. Peace.